0: The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome to the Monday edition of Brutal Nation. Happy Fourth of July, boys and girls. Hopefully, you guys are having a really good freaking time. Woo! Woo! Mur- murka, Murka. That's right. We love Murka. Here I am with sweet baby Jenny. We're going fishing right now. Well, she doesn't really go fishing. She swims out in the middle of the pond, and then she comes up with a fish in her mouth. I she think- can stay down there for minutes. did are she
1: that fishing tournament doing
0: that? Oh, my God. Yes, you remember that? She- I remember that. She won for the biggest fish. She got a whole case of PBR. But, you know, I'm a yeah. good parent. I only gave her a half a case because she's only 10 years old, for God's <laughs> sakes. You can't give a 10-year-old a full case of PBR. You, you
1: can't, not PBR.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'm your host, Scott Alexander. And right across from me is the one, the only, the hairy beast from the West uh, <laughs> yeah, no, because you're not really from the east, huh? No,
1: I'm from the midwest west, yeah. <laughs> God damn
0: it. Anyway, damn it, underwood. Yeah, Say hi damn.
1: Hi everybody. You know, it's been a long time since I've talked to Jethro.
0: No kidding, man. Jethro yeah. hasn't come out in a little while.
1: He hasn't. I love him. <clears> throat> Actually throat> I like Sweet Baby Jenny better, but that's okay.
0: I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna work him into the other podcasts that we're gonna be doing.
1: Oh yeah the the new one that we 're coming up with
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, you know uh, I want to work him in as much as possible because I like Jethro for those He'd of be you that good. for those of you that don 't know, I do uh, several voices because I tell everybody I have an apartment inside of my head in this you do. this is where these characters live there's uh, there 's a an ex Nazi in there. Um,
1: We've seen on this show a lot. Yes,
0: that's right, Dieter. Dieter and I got to keep him away from the Jewish people because that's like that—that's a match made in fucking hell right there. Yeah, that's that a is a uh,
1: World War Three.
0: That's right, man. Yeah, <laughs> Dieter keeps on wanting to get them into the shavas. We <laughs> can all be clean little Jews. Let's go. <laughs>
1: He's going to come out here in a couple of either this week or next week on a Wednesday. So,
0: so <laughs> Yeah. All right, so this one's going to be short and sweet. We're going to put a lot of psychology into it. Are you guys ready? Today I'm doing Anders Hansen, and th- there's a whole reason why we're actually doing him because it actually relates to um, uh, um, 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 Thomas Quick.
1: Oh, 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 okay.
0: Which we did last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was no, a it couple last weeks couple ago. weeks ago? That's right. Yeah. That's why I did Thomas. All yeah. right, so a- Anders Hansen was born in 1960 in Sweden, and his mother was a. Really overprotective, right? He was also bullied as a child. Now we've we've seen that a lot with with our serial killers, where we you know have. kids get bullied and shit like that, and the outcome, especially when you have a parent that doesn't have that that's either overprotective or to the reverse, underprotective. Like, yeah. hey, I don't give a shit about Absentee, my kids. Basically. Yeah, yeah. That causes a psychological breakdown in in a child. Yeah, and some kids, due to trauma, can can deal with it like for right. example like me I was, you know I had the shit beat out of me my entire life by my folks and uh you know when I was always told that I was going to wind up in a gutter and blah 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 but I turned out to be I'm not saying that I'm a great guy I'm just not a serial killer But then you
1: met me so you
0: know <laughs> Then I met you cuz we were in the woods and fucking <laughs> I had <to> a <laughs> dart up. you
1: I mean, and it's true. I mean, you have helicopter parents uh, and even kids who aren't bullied sometimes who have helicopter parents turn out like really shitty because they're so sheltered.
0: No, totally. They don't know
1: how to deal with life. So, you know, you have both ends of the spectrum here.
0: Right. You know, and before we get back into Anders here. Um, and for me, it was a little messed up because it was like it was a 50 50. Like sometimes uh, my mom was like, I don't give a shit. Do whatever you want to do. Then there was other times when it was like, no, I'm going to control everything. It's, yeah. You know, you know, flip a coin. You know, your mind.
1: <laughs> you got to be one or the other. You can't be both.
0: <laughs> right. Right. You know, and I granted all parents make mistakes and I am the oldest of, of all the children. So, oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: you know, and, and I feel sorry for anybody who's the oldest child because we are the experimental kids.
1: Right, but then I have mental, I have total middle child syndrome where I felt like I either had hand-me-downs from my sister or I was ignored in place of my brother.
0: See, mine was weird because my brother Phil got anything that he wanted and me, I was just, you know.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs>
0: I was just a piece of crap. But, uh, but, yeah, I'm the experimental child. So, to all of us older children out there, man, you... <laughs> I, I, I feel your pain, man. <clears throat> All right, so let's get back into this lunatic.
1: Yeah, let's so- do it.
0: People had to actually described him as possessing a ugly smile, and he was totally disinterested in the opposite sex as a teen. I'm going to stop right there again, because I can't even understand that. Once I learned about what sex was, oh my God. Weren't you
1: like 30 when you learned what sex was? Oh my God.
0: No, that's when Jake was <laughs> born, man. I was like 17 no, I'm, I'm going on even. 18.
1: Yeah, because I know that you had told me you were kind of a late bloomer in that area, so I have to give you a crap.
0: Yeah, you know, it, it wasn't like I hadn't masturbated and things like that well, as a no, teen.
1: I mean, shit, that happens at puberty, period. But I was
0: pretty oblivious to girls hitting on me. Yeah. And, matter of fact, my, my best friend at the time, Fred Wilcox, actually had brought that to my attention, going, you you know, that this chick over here is kind of hitting on you, right? Like, she wants you to date her. I, mean, no, I just thought she was really nice. So, like, fucking, so was that know.
1: before or after you kissed your first cousin?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate you so <laughs> fucking much.
1: i just giving you a hard time. You know I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what? After that joke you made about me when that guy dumped all this stuff out of the back <laughs> end of his truck, you deserved it.
0: <laughs> that's good times, good times. All right, so any news? This lunatic got a, actually a, a jump in healthcare, and that's why he's on Mondays. Go yeah. figure. Go figure. <clears throat> in November of 78, when Anders was 18 years old, he started working at uh, M- Malmo Astra Hospital in Malmo, Sweden as an orderly. If you don't know what an orderly is, they're the ones who they change bedpans. Yeah. They do cleanup. They don't, they're don't. they not like a nurse or anything like that. They're, right.
1: They're not licensed. Yeah, they're, they're, just, yeah. they're
0: basically a glorified janitor.
1: Yeah, pretty much. A little bit.
0: And, and I say that with the most respect possible because orderlies are vital Right. when you're in the hospital. Well, and Donald
1: Harvey started out as an orderly member.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. I just don't want any orderlies listening no. to this going, what an asshole putting down my job. No, dude, you are vital. To that hospital. You,
1: you are. I mean, an orderly has a very specific, you know, job duty that, you know, nurses and stuff don't want to do. They can't do because they don't have time.
0: Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. So, anyways, before he got the job, right, he worked briefly at, uh, at Barnhams Hospital. And officials at Barnhams wrote his personal in his personal report, quote, he does not take initiatives. He seems odd, and he doesn't seem to understand what Anyone tells him, we shall not rehire him.
1: See, but that goes back to his low IQ.
0: Right, exactly.
1: I mean, because, I'm, I mean, I've worked with some people, even in, like, fast food industry, that is like, you can tell them something over and over again. They'll look at you like you're stupid.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, no. they don't understand
1: yeah. what you're telling them.
0: I've had people, and it's really weird. I've had people work for me that sometimes they start off kind of slow. Oh yeah, where they're training. And then I'll have their I'll have their uh, their supervisor come to me. And go, hey Scott, look, Bill over here. I'm telling him what to do, and he's just not getting it. But then all of a sudden they have like an epiphany, and right. it's like, holy shit, this is the best worker I've ever had. This is great. Right. Then other ones where you can sit there and tell them basic things over and over again, and they oh, don't yeah. get it. And they, they still don't. Yeah. They they survive all of maybe thirty days. Yeah. Because, you know, can't afford that shit.
1: Well, when you have to keep showing them over and over again how to do something, it's not worth your time.
0: Well, right. Because my supervisors at the time were making 30, 40 bucks an hour. Right. So every minute that they had to spend showing, let's say, the fictitious bill, something simple like, okay, you have to use, uh, you know, uh, tie downs, you know, uh, right. zip, zip ties on these wires going across here on the stage build. That takes away from their time of doing their fucking job.
1: Yeah, exactly. It, exactly. So and that
0: costs me money. That pisses me off. Right. So check this out. Unfortunately, those in charge at Astra did not get the fucking memo.
1: Yeah, that's not surprising. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. No.
0: Like, I, I would love to say, wow, that's a shocker that they didn't yeah, get no. this. <laughs> that's so goddamn not much. I go, eh, no, that's par for the course, man.
1: You know, I'm re- I'm actually more shocked that they had we shall not rehire him in his file than I am that nobody else got the memo. <laughs>
0: Boy, ain't that the truth, man? Jesus so, Christ! Yeah. At least they stepped it up a, r- right? a little bit. So, ca- <laughs> Collins and Ostra said Anders was stupid, constantly coming up with ridiculous lines, and had poor work performance, and that is everything that will get you fired from me. Yeah. Because one thing I will not tolerate is stupid.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't deal with stupid very well
0: either. Or, or excuses. Like, like, honestly, you know, if somebody fucks something up and if they come to me and they say, hey, this is what I did, I'm a very forgiving person. Know, I'll sit there and go, okay, you know what? Shit happens because I've done the same thing. I fucked things up myself. Right. However, you come to me and give me some bullshit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit, yo. Yeah, you're gonna see a whole different side of me that that you're not gonna enjoy, not, not even a little, because I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's a quick way to get your final check. Get yeah. the fuck out. All right. So, questions asked. Shortly after he started, Anders reported to a coworker that a patient was experiencing trouble after getting fluid in their trachea. That's okay. their throat, boys and girls. That's well, somewhere yeah, in the well, throat.
1: Area. The trachea. Not just that is um, the way it sounds is to me. I, I pictured somebody with a tracheotomy.
0: Oh no, that could be you it know too, with yeah.
1: that hole in their throat. Right, that's right, right. what I pictured here. So I okay. could be wrong, but
0: no, that that would make sense. Yeah, the patient was saved, and Anders was deemed a hero. So this mm-hmm. is big news for him, right? Because he's gone from oh yeah from a being a nobody. moron, yeah, he's yeah. a nobody fucking idiot. See, wow, this guy actually saved a life. And I'll tell you, man, I think that would even affect me if I saved someone's life in a hospital. You know, whether I'm working there or not, that I would, I would think that would be a big goddamn deal. Right. Exactly. You know? So the patient was saved by Anders. The The scenario repeats several times over the next few weeks. Hansen reported to his co-workers that one of the elders had trouble breathing after getting li- uh, liquid stuck in their trachea. The elder was saved. And Anders became a hero once again. Again, yeah, yeah. So three weeks into his employment, on October sixth of seventy-eight, a sixty-six-year-old blind man suddenly died. Just checked out. But you know, who the fuck's going to notice? You're, you're, you know, you're sixty-six.
1: He's he's blind. Yeah, you're.
0: You're in there. You're all fucked up anyway. because you don't go to the hospital for a vacation, nobody goes. I'm perfectly healthy. You know, I'm going to the hospital. Nobody ever does that.
1: Yeah. No. Not at all.
0: And then shortly after that, dozens more died. Wow. Anders was always the one to discover them uh, either very sick or dead. And that kind of poses the question... Did the thrill of saving the victims entice him to create situations which would allow him to do it again, save their life? I would say yes. Yeah, and I would say, too, you know, because he he wants to get that praise that he got. Because I would imagine in his first job, people probably directly told him, dude, you are a fucking moron. Right. And, uh, and he's probably discounted a lot. And even his boss has probably just overlooked him for everything. Justifiably so. I mean, you have a low IQ. You have a bad uh, work oh, yeah. performance. You're kind of stupid. you got to be told basic things like mop the floor. Right. Like a hundred times. <clears throat> so now... He's he's getting all this all these adulations, you know, like wow, he, he's saving lives. This this orderly is awesome.
1: Yeah, no shit, yo. So that
0: would totally entice somebody, especially somebody without good cognitive reasoning skills and things like right. that. Right,
1: and if you're deemed a hero with that <laughs> low intelligence, you're gonna like, oh my god, I got to do this again.
0: Actually, big, oh my god, I'm to do this again. Scott all. Alexander, what? what, 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 what did I do now? What?
1: Y- you know what? I'm not even gonna. Freaking justify answering that Because you know what you did
0: I pooped my pants But it's not on the floor
1: (laughs) Scott, I'm gonna hit you.
0: Oh my god, there's always something I didn't do anything It's not my fault It's (laughs) it's the mentally disabled dude Who lives in my head Well, He had to come out and say hi
1: Yeah, anywho
0: (laughs) So it wasn't until January 12th of 79 When Anders gave a 94-year-old patient some juice The woman spat it out And started shouting about her throat burning nor a nurse ran in to check on her anders told the nurse she was overreacting unprovoked and uh and he had he hadn't done anything to her the nurse and the other members of the staff smelled the detergent and i'm going to try to pronounce this jervisol
1: either no
0: jevasol like yeah yeah on her no breath okay jevasol on her breath their conclusion was someone had been poisoning the patients. The hospital was locked down and they called the police. And you know what? For the 70s, that's fucking awesome. It is. A lot of times, like, what have we seen consistently? It's oh, always yeah. like, oh, somebody's poisoning. We got to find out who this is. And then they find out who it is and they go, dude.
1: Yeah, you just can't work here any longer. You
0: can't work here anymore. Find a a job somewhere else, poison somewhere else. We don't want, because we don't want to get sued. But these motherfuckers here, they're like, I'm calling, we're calling the cops. We're going to get this shit taken care of. Well,
1: because wasn't it Donald Harvey that was also giving his patients um, cleaning detergent? I think it was. I don't.
0: Was it Harvey or was it a, that there was a chick that was doing that? Oh no, she um, did
1: bleach in their in their. That's um, right. Yeah, oh, God dang it. that was Kimberly's just... sign. She did bleach in their um, their uh, their IV tubes. No, the um. What was in their. Oh, what? The, when they have the they flush the kidneys. What's that called? Oh, dialysis. Yeah, dialysis machine.
0: I should remember that because I just did her slideshow yeah. for the YouTube page.
1: Yeah. But no, somebody, another, I think it was Donald Harvey that was giving them detergent and making them, like, swallow detergent and shit. I think it was him.
0: It might be. I got to go back and look. I know. <clears throat> so now, arrested development. Guess who immediately had an explanation for officers. That's right. Anders claimed he had seen another patient leaning over the victim and fiddling with something in their pocket.
1: No, man not blame it on a patient.
0: Poor other patient. The I mean, peer
1: mo- who is no longer here.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> so, the, the cops brought him to the station for further questioning, and he maintained his story. Okay. Then he asked if he could go home so he uh, wouldn't be late for dinner. But then, abruptly admitted to killing 27 people and attempting to kill another 15.
1: Okay. Okay. Can you just... Pick, okay, you know I'm a visual thinker. Yeah. So I'm, like, thinking in my head. Okay, so he's maintaining a story. Good for him.
0: Yeah. Okay. Then it's like, on.
1: okay, well, I've maintained my story. I've told you I haven't done it. Can I go home for dinner? I don't want to be late. My mom will be mad. <laughs> and then, wait, before I go...
0: <laughs> I killed 27 people, that's and I tried to I'm, kill 15, I mean, 15 others. I that's the
1: thing I'm getting in my head right now. Yeah,
0: but those 15 others live, so kudos to them.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> I tried.
0: <laughs> so Andrews would mix the detergent... Ivasol and Je- Jevasol with water juice and give it to his patients. Which I don't see how they're his patients, but okay, I wouldn't say the patients cuz he's not a doctor.
1: Right. But still even as an orderly you have a certain unit you take care of. So.
0: No, I can date that. And, yeah. and sometimes he would actually force it down their throats. Wow. Now, remember his first murder victim?
1: I remember who it was. Hmm. The the one Dileme the Spanish That's guy.
0: right, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. There you go.
0: Anders told authorities he had given him a stronger dose. That was his first kill that he did. That's a ninety four year old blind right. of Ivasol than he had the previous day. Allegedly, because he felt sorry for him, that's what he told the cops, like I feel sorry for the motherfucker. Yeah. Anders believed the patient lived uh the patients lived a meaningless lives. And their deaths were actually a mercy. He said, and let me quote this, I could not stand to see some of the old people suffer, so I helped them to die. And you know what? There's a difference between helping someone die and revoking their choice to live.
1: True. That is very, very true. Then again.
0: Some were killed simply because they were, you know, just annoying. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: yeah, those were Donald Harvey's patients. Yeah, he the, thought they were annoying.
0: Oh yeah, anyway, we've seen that oh, time. Oh, and started
1: time calling again. Norris.
0: Yeah, we've seen that time and time again. Where it's like, I, look, the old yeah. lady Smith over here is just a twat. Yeah, and uh, I didn't like
1: how they kept pushing their button.
0: Kept pushing. I had to come in here like twice a day. You yeah. know, how so he
1: threw his blanket off on the floor. That was just so rude. Yeah,
0: how rude. Yeah. Yeah. know. Yeah, I, I see where he's coming from. I can't. I can't blame him. I can't blame him. Yeah. So the psychological analysis. After his arrest, psychiatrists discovered Anders had an IQ of, like I said, I thought it was 75. I was wrong. It's 72.
1: Oh, well, you know.
0: And did possess symptoms of schizophrenia, but not enough for a diagnosis, just the symptoms up. Okay. And exhibited, uh, exhibited obsessive compulsive behaviors. They deemed him a danger to himself and others. Well, obviously. Fuck it up. Duh. <laughs> well, I'm just poisoning people. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. Just go back. You know, it's right. you're not a danger at all. Just stay away from cleaning. And you know agents. the
1: OCD behaviors doesn't shock me either with an overprotective parent.
0: Right, right. The low IQ, the overprotective yeah. parent, the uh, the uh, the some of the symptoms that go along—I'm not saying all of them—it doesn't make you schizophrenic if you have, you know, ADD, ADHD, right? Or you're on the, uh, or you're on the spectrum for Asperger's, but some of those symptoms go along with that,
1: right? Exactly.
0: So, due to the lack of evidence and/or cremation of the victims, all the murders could not be proven. Anders was convicted of 11 counts of murder and 16 counts of attempted murders. Wow. In August of 79, he was sentenced to closed psychiatric care facility after the court deemed uh, he, quote, did not understand the impact of the murders and was genuinely insane.
1: See, see, I look at that two different ways. Though, I mean, I look at actually to me, those are two different things because you cannot be understand the impact of the murders because of his low IQ. I can see that. But I don't see genuine insanity there.
0: Me neither. I think that he was very cognitive and very right. aware of the impact of what he was doing because it stems from the first person that he saved and wanting. Exactly. And this is just in my eyes. Exactly. I'm not there. I haven't looked at the full report. You know, for me to make a good analysis on it, I, I would have to look at a lot of information. But just from the information I have, I think that he was after that adulation. Oh,
1: me too. I to, do too. him
0: to, to, to I don't think the dude's crazy.
1: Right. I, I don't think he was crazy at all. I mean, I'm not seeing crazy in anything else, but I am seeing, okay, I can understand how they didn't they him. you know, that he didn't understand what was going on because of his low IQ. No, you know what I mean?
0: Right, right, right. But
1: other than that, I did not see crazy at all.
0: No, I'm going to say bullshit to the crazy. Because
1: I have seen crazy when they said it wasn't crazy, and this didn't even resemble that. Yeah, so.
0: <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so Anders himself has said if he had not been caught, he would have continued murdering. But should he be released, he won't do it again. He has never expressed remorse for his actions. But then
1: can he experience remorse if he has that low IQ and doesn't understand?
0: I think he can. I think it's a possibility. Because you don't have to be smart to be remorseful. I mean okay, think of oh better yet. Think of my dog angel. She is dumb as shit.
1: Uh, she does experience some more, more sometimes.
0: Yeah, and when she gets in the trash, I look at her and go, what the fuck? Yeah. Really in the trash again? She looks at me like, I am so sorry. I made a bad thing here, and I <laughs> tore apart the trash, and <laughs> wait, I fucked up your wait. back fence because I'm an asshole. Exactly.
1: But I also think that he might not do it again. I think he would. Oh, you think so? Oh, yeah. Because he wants that recognition?
0: I think that... It, the, here's how it appears to me. It appears almost like he he would do it again, but in a different way to be a hero because that's a good feeling when you're a hero.
1: Oh, of course it is. Of course it is.
0: Uh, I'm trying to read something. He may now have the tools to understand what he did was considered wrong by others, but simply mentally not capable of feeling remorse. And I don't agree with that. I think he's capable of feeling the remorse. Um, not out of an active disregard for human life, but due to the lack of proper wiring, so to speak.
1: See, and that's what I was hmm. thats what I was trying to get at, is, you know.
0: I'm kind of 50-50 on it. I think that he has the ability to. I just think that the remorse factor is offset by the hero complex.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that's, that's just the vibe that I get. But, like, I got nothing to really, that's concrete to prove that I could be full of shit. I don't know. Anderson, uh was released in the early '90s. Um, some sources say '93, others say '94, and yet uh, again others say '95. But sometime in the '90s. Yeah, I'd say
1: mid '90s.
0: So he was—he got released during the time of really, you know, decent music—the '80s and '90s. You know. He's he's in the grunge Abba. scene. Yeah. Abba was a '70s motherfucker. I know. That was Dancing Queen. I know. Yeah. But I
1: was thinking Swedish, so.
0: Oh, well, no, there's that, yeah. i think of the 90s. I'm thinking the grunge scene. I'm thinking a little N.I.N. Oh, I'm thinking... yeah, Nine
1: Inch. Yeah, you're right. That is more the, the garage band, you know. Right, the, yeah. the birth
0: of Nirvana. The
1: garage metal, yeah. Yeah. You're right.
0: Good old Kirk Cobain. In 2015, in a 2015 article in the newspaper. Oh, Christ, here we go. Blade is that what the fuck that yes, says?
1: Yes, I've looked it up before.
0: Thank you, because I'm looking at that. That is yeah, way too many letters. Yeah, it's either
1: often or aft blade. There's yeah. a
0: lot of vowels going on there. <laughs> Like, it's just one big line of vowels, and that just doesn't, that doesn't track. On Sweden's, on Sweden's worst serial killers, a.k.a. him, Anders said, I have put it all behind me. I never think about it. I have moved on. Anders is one of Sweden's most prolific serial killers, along with Thomas Quick. However, it's interesting to note, Sweden only has 12 known serial killers, unlike the USA. Because, like, seriously, if you kill five people here in the USA, that's not even a serial killer. They actually make you a cop.
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) like, You know, they they make you a cop. They go, You killed five people, you you get to be a cop now. I don't even want to be law enforcement. Well you pass the test, you murdered five people. Yeah, if you
1: murder six, then you're on your way to serial killer. But five, (laughs) right on law enforcement.
0: Yeah, here's your badge, here's your guy. Get those numbers up. Those are amateur numbers. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a serial killer club in the US somewhere going, What, you only killed ten people? That's amateur bullshit. Yeah. Go to the back of the room. You know, it
1: kind of makes you wonder, because um, that one season, the season Hotel on American Horror Story, yeah. where they had the serial killers gather on Halloween night.
0: <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> I
1: think they just went over, but, you know, dude, really? That's <laughs> all you got.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to wrap this one up. Like I said, nice little short, sweet uh one, but I think that I, that was definitely worth an honorable mention. Oh,
1: yeah, it is. I mean, and I remember kind of reading about him. I mean, I never got in depth, I just kind of surface read about him. And um, I didn't know he had gotten out, so that was pretty interesting.
0: Serial killer on those. Actually, I, I, there was another murderer in Germany. I saw a documentary and I wish I could remember his name, but like he was fucking brutal as shit. And he served time. And he got out, and now he volunteers for soup kitchens and all kinds of shit. Wow. And, like, he looks like the nicest guy in the world. And well, his,
1: they always do.
0: Well, his whole thing is, look, I've, you know, and he says, thing. Yeah, I put that behind me. I'm trying to be a better person. Right. I go to counseling. You know, I've, I've, I've paid got. paid my pe- debt. Yeah, I've got to pay my debt to society. So he looks like a decent. I don't think that that could happen here in the U.S. And, and here's why. It's the American mentality. And, yeah. like, you could take a Richard Ramirez. Oh, yeah. And counsel him all you want, but there's a certain way we think here in America. Oh, yeah. And you let him out, guess what? He's night stalking it up once again. Oh,
1: yeah, totally, totally.
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a bizarre thing. All right. Remember, boys and girls, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check out the website at www.TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check out our Patreon page. Every dollar helps. We could really use it because this shit's expensive. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) This show... Oh, check us out on Medium and Crime Beat on Medium and wherever you get your blogs. This show is copyrighted 2022 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights reserved, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.